You're listening to Novel Bound, a podcast dedicated to making you laugh and keeping you company. Each week, we're sharing all of our favorite books and the embarrassing side of life. Welcome back to Novel Bound. I'm Anna. And I'm Celine. And today we're doing another Guilty Pleasure Reads. This is one of my favorite episodes to do because it's so fun. It validates all of the things that I have been reading. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. So, Something about guilty pleasure reads is that, you know, they're not maybe the deepest book you've ever read. They're not the most earth changing, soul shattering moments ever, but they're good. Anna's mad because the characters aren't at rock bottom. They're living like their normal well-to-do lives. That's what's (laughs) happening. Anna's like, wait, none of them were orphaned at birth or like, or as a slave and like, or like poisoned by their power and have killed everyone they right. ever loved. They have their traumas. The thing is, is that none of these are fantasy. They're all contemporary, which is fine. This we is love so a contemporary perfect. book. We have done so many episodes dedicated to fantasy. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Anna's it's fine. Anna has standards. I understand. I am mad at myself for not reading as much fantasy as I want to be reading. Every time you it's force fine. yourself to read fantasy in the last month, you've hated it. You've hated That's it. That's not true. That is not true. I have not hated it. I read a very intense, like, Asian fantasy book, and I enjoyed it. Doesn't mean I hate it, but I did, like, it was. Repeat to yourself and to me that you wanted to continue. Uh, you're like, I just have to keep going. It's a really well, good book. I just, there's a lot of details. in <laughs> Listen, I DNF a lot of books, and if I really didn't want to finish it, I wouldn't have. I did enjoy the book. It just, the world building took me a second to understand. Shut up, Celine. At least I read it. What is the last fantasy book you read? Mm. I literally read like three fantasy books in the last week and a half. Shut up. <laughs> I'm perfect. <laughs> I'm perfect. Anna and I are the grumpy and sunshine trope, but really what happens is I'm like claiming that I'm sunshine right now, but yesterday I was like, Anna, I am, if I don't eat. Yesterday and the day before. <laughs> I've been in a mood. I've been in a mood. I am a joy. I'm a gift. Okay, Anna, I'm a gift. Really a gift. Don't ever let anyone tell you anything else. <laughs> Disclaimer. All of these guilty pleasure reads are amazing. They're, They're so great. We fun. love them. We're going to have a great time. Reading. And we love guilty pleasure. And you guys love guilty pleasures. These are yeah. always our most like popular episodes. These are books that will give you the serotonin that we're all very much deprived of. Oh, yeah. And you won't have to work for it. No. Which, honestly, <laughs> we don't ever want to work for it. No. I'm like, something is happening to me and I'm becoming very spoiled. And if the first like 50 pages, if I'm not introduced to like the love interest already, I don't want it. <laughs> I think we've realized that like guilty pleasures have 100% corrupted our attention spans. And I'm oh, yeah. slowly lowering myself deeper and deeper into fantasy. I'm So this is my transition period. I'm going from guilty pleasures to historical fiction, which mm-hmm. still has more depth. And, and then I'm going mm-hmm. from to fantasy. It's I'm okay. I'm doing great. I'm doing, you're doing so- great. You're doing great, sweetie. Here's the story book. during <laughs> story. Look like mommy. baby. <laughs> These are the books that have cured me during my, my dirty mm-hmm. days. Um, and they will help your marriage. That's all I have to say about that. They're great. Really though. Honestly, I really okay. know your husbands should thank us after reading these. Honestly, <laughs> and are, so some of them will give you a spicy rating 
beforehand. So you guys know like yeah. which books are full steam, which ones are half steam, which ones are closed door and all that stuff. So you can kind of read based off of your preferences. What is a five, a five? Um, a five is like full blown Akatar like cabin scene. Yeah. Okay. And then like a three. A three, I think would be like the door is closed, but we're pushed up against the door. Where's we're against the door. Yeah. We're turning that handle yeah. a little bit. Yeah. The handle has is like in the process of turning, but it doesn't open. Yeah. The fourth one I will say is like love hypothesis level. Yes. Where it's like, um, where it's like there it's pretty PG. And then there's an incredibly explicit scene that you can skim over. But like five is like where the not only the dialogue but also the scenes are intermittent and you can't get to the plot of the story without sifting through yes tons of awesome uh, tons of thoughts mm-hmm. like that. so yes yeah that's kind of where we're at and then obviously like one is gonna be <laughs> we're not describing anyone's <laughs> we're not describing anyone we're, let's be honest this is a guilty pleasure episode guilty pleasure. there's no ones on this list most of these will be two and a half to to four that's mm-hmm. horrible yeah yeah maybe a, five. Right. maybe a five for one I'm not that maybe, maybe yeah we'll just get into I'm it a prayer like what do you think? <laughs> no Lord is not. I'll start with my first pick and I think it's arguably the spiciest one it's a five only and I don't it is a five but it's in terms five. of like a four because it's like really one or two scenes yeah. that you can skip everything else is like very readable and that's the hating game by Sally Thorne and we all know what this is, but I'm still going to read the little back page excerpt. <laughs> Nemesis, an opponent or rival whom a person cannot best or overcome. Two, a person's undoing. Three, Joshua Templeman. <laughs> Lucy Hutton has always, or Lucy Hutton, yeah, has always been certain that the nice girl can get the corner office. She's charming and accommodating and prides herself on being loved by everyone at Bexley and Gammon. Everyone except for coldly efficient, impeccably attired, physically intimidating Joshua Templeman, and the feeling is mutual. Trapped in a shared office together, 40, okay, 50 or 60 hours a week. They've become entranced in an addictive, ridiculous, never-ending game of one-upmanship. There's the staring game, the mirror game, the HR game. Lucy can't let Joshua beat her at anything, especially when a huge new promotion goes up for the taking. If Lucy wins this game, she'll be Joshua's boss. If she loses, she'll resign. So why is she suddenly having steamy dreams about Joshua and dressing for work like she's got a hot date? After a perfectly innocent elevator ride ends with an earth-shattering kiss, Lucy starts to wonder whether she's got Joshua Templeman all wrong. Um, I have a question. When did you last yeah. read this? When did you read this? Uh, like probably a week and a half ago. Why? How was it for you? Tell me everything. It was fun. I like needed a book that was like non-committal, just an easy read. I thought that there's like a reoccurring thing too, where um, the books that I've picked have like very specifically characterized like male characters that are doing certain things. And one of them is that like Josh obviously is so in love with her and he's so in love with her from like the very beginning. And yeah, it was fun. It was, it wasn't too heavy. There's obviously like near the end, the part that you need to skip. 
Do we like spoil this? Do we want to get into spoilers with this or no? No, 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 because this is like a recommendation. You're right, you're right. We want to get people to read them. It's fun. There are very cute. There's like the trope of like she gets sick and he helps take care of her. And it's so cute. I reread it. And then I was like, I came out in the living room and I was like, Tanner, I'm not feeling well. And he's like, oh, baby. And I'm like, yo, can you take care of me? Because I was like, (laughs) I need this. Joshua was helping Lucy. (laughs) Like, I need this too. Oh my gosh. It was so cute because they did this like laser tag game. And she got sick. Paintball. Oh, yeah. He spends the entire um, night and the next day with her. Just like taking care of her. And like Lucy's lonely. She's really lonely. And like having him there was like so amazing. But here's what I love so much is that you need to watch the the movie first and then read the book because the movie is really good by itself, but it's different. The The movie, like I watched the movie because I was like, well, I read the book. I don't know, even if the movie is good by itself. It's like the guy who plays Josh Hutton did yeah. not come across the way no. his character is supposed to, no. I think. No, he did not. Yeah, I agree. But I did. I just loved it. It's better than the other freaking rom-coms that are on Netflix right now. Yeah. I guess. Do you have good? Ta- what rom-coms are you watching? That you- I don't know. I'm not watching a lot. I watched the new Christmas rom-com with Nina Dobrev. That was really cute, actually. I didn't watch that. It was good. You should have watched it. It was really good. And then Christmas in February. We're fine. The holiday. That one's cute. The holiday. Basically, I watched all the Christmas rom-coms on Netflix. Compared to the hating game, this was neutral. Um, Yeah, they're like it wasn't like or inappropriate or spicy at all so oh it was actually the movie was incredibly clean and much cleaner compared to the books the book was oh, yeah way more spicy but it was so cute and I honestly like if you just need something that's like gonna make you think about the love of your life and how great your relationship was with them while also having a ton of fun I cannot yeah. she it, something funny too is like Lucy I don't know if I can say this she like she accepts her feelings very early on yeah, which is so fun. Mm-hmm. So it's just tension. It's just full tension. And like, mm-hmm. I loved it. But we need to move on fun. because otherwise we're going to talk too much about it. We'll do like a whole episode where we unpack the hating game. I think that'd be fun. Yeah. Um. Okay. The next book is... So you all need to understand that this entire episode is a love letter to Sarah Adams because I read five of her books in a week and a half. Mm, yeah. It was the most blissful week of my life honestly I want to go back I I'm like this woman needs to be writing so many more books because I have enjoyed her we've we're getting a podcast in the next month because I'm like I'm in love with her with her writing like she's She's great great. and um there are I can like rate like my favorite ones they're all amazing just just read the one that you have picked right now and then move forward (laughs) tell the order of the ones I liked <laughs> okay the first one that I um wrote or that I read was the off limits rule so here's what this is the first one this is what got me hooked and it's the it's part of the Nashville series that she wrote I have found rock bottom it's here moving in with my older brother because I'm too broke to afford to live on my own but that's okay because we've always been close and I think I'm going to have fun living with him again that is until I meet Cooper turns out my brother has a very strong opinions on me dating his best friend and is dead set against it according to him Cooper is everything I should stay away from flirtatious adventurous non-committal and freaking hot I added that last part because I feel like you need the whole picture my brother is right though I should stay away from Cooper James and his pretty blue eyes he's the opposite of what I need right now no nah, who am I kidding I'm going for him um guaranteed happily ever after she has this super cute son and um I love 
like you see Cooper being like like stepping into that like fun dad role and, like their flirtationness the way they like sneak out through the window and I think it's perfect for like like I'm 26 I have a child and it's so fun to like read this book where like someone who's a mom is being found attractive and, like, yeah and they're having like this flirtationship and like you get everything from Cooper's perspective too so it's like so fun because he is just instantly into her and the reason why they aren't together is because they both not only are they trying to like keep things away from the brother but also like at first they just didn't think that anything was real but then when they do realize that they have feelings for each other and they start sneaking around it is so hot and what I love about Sarah Adams is that her books are they will it's push you up against the door steamy it's not open door it's closed door but right up it's against very it. like I feel like you could even listen to this audiobook like in your house doing chores with your kids around yeah but you're gonna be in a great mood you're gonna be in a great mood for the rest of the night (laughs) it'll be so fun books are really really fun and the characters always are so fun and what I like about it is when she does her series you get to follow up on the Mm -hmm. different characters and see how their lives progress and stuff like that and I loved it I loved it so much so fun we love Sarah Adams so much that like my next pick is the enemy by her (laughs) go go um, it's been 12 years since I've seen him, 12 years since he won our war of wits by outsmarting me with a tactic I didn't even know was allowed, but tonight I resurrect the battle. <laughs> Ryan Henderson is back in town for our best friend's wedding, and I plan on showing him exactly how much I don't care about him or the almost kiss he ruthlessly dangled over me after graduation. A lot has changed since our feuding days. I'm a successful bakery owner now, and I plan to rub every delicious detail of my life in his ugly face. Just one problem. His face is gorgeous. He wasn't supposed to look like this or pursue me like a sexy guided missile. I must stay strong until the wedding is over and Ryan scurries back into whatever alternate universe he escaped from. His interest in me is nothing but a continuation of the games we played in high school, right? But the longer he stays, the more I wonder if I'm wrong and his tender smile and heated attentions are genuine. Maybe it's not a game. Ha, who am I kidding? This is Ryan we're talking about. Of course, it's a game, a game called war. And this time I will win. This is the like perfect perfect definition of guilty pleasure it's so fun and it's dual perspective you get his perspective too so like you know from the start he's into her he just he wants to be with her he is not playing any games no it's so funny she thinks he is and he's like no no he's straightforward the whole time i want to date you i want to take you on a date i want yeah and she's like i don't know if i'm ready for this but she and him they what i love about this too is that they make out so much and i love that because most of the time in most books you just get like one kiss Mm -hmm. if it's like YA or you get a kiss that turns straight into a sex scene yeah this is such a perfect it's probably the moments there are moments in this book that are so funny you are laughing out loud like one moment that happens is she says that she's going on a date with someone and he's like okay go and she's like yeah I will but she obviously doesn't because she doesn't want to so she goes to the movies by herself and gets home and he's at her house and she's trying to like crawl on the floor behind the like couch that he's sleeping on watching tv like into her bedroom like it's so funny and he's like what are you doing down there (laughs) and she's not like in a fancy dress she's like no she's in sweatpants she's in some grunge clothes he's like why are you why are you like oh you went and met up with him like that (laughs) (laughs) okay i love that book honestly i think that one's my favorite of it's a great one it was good. I was like texting Anna, like screenshots of multiple like things that she that were said, and I was like, "You have to read this book. You have to read this book." Like I was obsessed. 
Okay. The next book is um, actually coming out May 3rd, 2022. It's Book Lovers by Emily Henry. Anna and I were sent a, um, like an, an advanced reader's copy of this book. So that's our brag. Yep. What? We received yeah. Book Lovers and I ate that up in literally a night. It was so, so, so good. Um, it's a really, really beautiful story. I feel like it's a love letter to New York and all of the incredible things that are there. And I also absolutely loved um, just the vibes to North Carolina. I live pretty close to where like the vibes that she's kind of referring to in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. But she spends like a month there with her sister. And um, it's really, really sweet because instead of going to a, oh, I love the way this is presented. Let's just read this really quick. We'll read the back of the thing, but yeah. then, I, then you can have the context. Nora Stevens' life is books. She's read them all and she's not that type of heroine. Not the plucky one, not the laid back dream girl and especially not the sweetheart. In fact, the only people Nora is is a, hero, is a heroine for are her clients whom she lands enormous deals as a cutthroat literary agent and her beloved little sister Libby, which is why she agrees to go to Sunshine Falls, North Carolina for the month of August, which Libby begs her for a sister's trip anyway. With visions of a small town transformation for Nora, um, who she's convinced needs to become the heroine in her own story but instead of picnics and meadows or run-ins with a handsome country doctor or bulging four-armed bartender nora keeps bumping into charlie lastra a bookish brooding editor from back in the city it would be a meet cue if not for the fact that they've met many times and it's never been cute if nora knows that she's not an ideal heroine um charlie knows he's nobody's hero but as they are thrown together again and again and again in a series of condone of coincidences no editor worth their salt will allow they might discover what they might discover just might unravel the carefully crafted stories they've written about themselves. I loved this book. Um, it's fun. It was so much fun to read. I really loved the added depth. Um, I did cry a little bit, which I think is really fun. Emily makes you like Emily has a way of gut punching you. Like you don't expect it, but she like gets you. Yeah. She really makes you resound with things that the characters are going through and you don't cry because you're sad, but because you feel seen and understood mm-hmm. while also being able to discuss all of the great and fun things, but the tropes are so fun. Um, her and Charlie's relationship is really, really strong. And she's always been the girl. Like she always, she's like, Oh, I'm the, I'm the big city girl that the guy goes to the small town for falls mm-hmm. in love with like a rancher's wife or rancher's daughter or whatever. And then, leaves or whatever and so she's always villainized herself but um as she begins to realize things about herself and what makes her amazing charlie encourages it about her and it's such an emotional growth story but i think that emily is one of the best examples for me about um when there isn't a ton of like crazy plot stuff like in fantasy books huge Mm -hmm. plots they're trying to save the world they're trying to fight against demons you know while also juggling a huge character arc but with these romance stories not only do you have a fun romance but you also get to go through a really fun internal Mm -hmm. um, character arc and I loved that so yeah we love we love it okay my last book is also not out yet it comes out May 17th and it's something wilder by Christina Lauren um I'm so excited for this book Here's the back page. Growing up with the daughter of notorious treasure hunter and absentee father, Duke Wilder left Lily without much patience for the profession or much money in the bank. But Lily is nothing if not resourceful and now uses Duke's coveted hand-drawn maps guide to guide tourists on fake treasure hunts to the Red Rock Canyons of Utah. 
It pays the bills, but doesn't leave enough to fulfill her dream of buying back the beloved ranch her father sold years ago, and definitely not enough to deal with the sight of the man she once loved walking back into her life with a motley crew of friends ready to hit the trails. Frankly, Lily would like to take him out into the wilderness and leave him there. Leo Grady knew uh, mirages were a thing in the desert, but they'd barely left civilization when the silhouette of his greatest regret comes into focus in the flickering light of the campfire. Ready to leave his, the past behind him, Leo wants nothing more than to reconnect with his first and only love. Unfortunately, Lily Wilder is all business, drawing a clear line in the sand, and it's never going to happen. But when the trip goes horribly and hilariously wrong, the group wonders if maybe the legend of the hidden treasure wasn't a gimmick after all. There's a chance to right the wrongs of Duke's past and their own, but only if Leo and Lily can confront their history and work together. Alone under the stars in the isolated and dangerous masks of the Canyonlands, Leo and Lily must decide whether they'll risk their lives and hearts on the adventure of a lifetime. Y'all, the reviews for this book are so good. And I just know that Christine and Lauren, they have a way of writing these like, and they have intense moments, but the hilarity and the scenes that they write are so funny. So I cannot wait to read this. I think it's going to be so good. Also love that there's like an ode to Utah thrown in there. That's fun. Cannot wait to read all about the red rock because it really is gorgeous. You are muted, Celine. All right. So gorgeous. <laughs> love that for me. Love that for me. I'm so excited to read that too. I think it'll be super fun. Um, okay. So I'm just going to give you a couple of recommendations just to look up if you are already going those through the cheat sheet by Sarah Adams is so good. And it's the closest thing I think we have right now from her from like a, it's a friends to lovers romance, but it's also like, he's an NFL player and like the lead quarterback and they're going into mm -hmm. the Super Bowl. So like he is, um, it's the closest thing you can get to like billionaire love. Stories. Oh yeah. You know I'm talking about like money is not a problem. Money is mm -hmm. not a problem, honey. No. Good. Um, I can talk about that in a second. I also loved, uh, people we meet on vacation and temporary. I really love that one. The temporary roomie was so good too. Um, and it's like fun. There's prank wars and stuff like that as well. So those books are so good, but like, honestly, let me, this is my message to you today. If you, are struggling to like fall in love with reading or like you just don't know you know you just want something positive I would just say go for the guilty pleasures um Do it. more important that you read books that make you happy I'm such a mood reader and there's different times when I can have really big complex world building and there's times when I just need mm -hmm. soft sweet stories that make me feel happy and if that's your time of life where you need to read a guilty pleasure just so you can fall in love with reading and fall in love with your life again go for it girl you deserve it yeah you do we will support that yeah. <coughs> Ooh, <Awesome>. sorry <laughs> I could feel that coming on and I was like hold it in hold it in got it girl no worries but we love you guys and we cannot wait to talk to you guys next week and be able to hang out with you so we love yeah. you we love you bye bye